Hey, you. Yeah, you. You here for the show? Cool. Let's go over a couple rules. First, welcome and buckle up. Second, the views and opinions expressed do not reflect the views and opinions of the station sponsors or musical affiliations. And last, but not least, if you should choose to stay, just remember, we warned you, and you're not responsible for the loss of any life, limbs, or mental stability. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Friday night, and you're listening to The Odd Pod on TapDetroit.com, and welcome! I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you're here. Uh, and once again, just remember, you just lost the game. That's right. You're a douche. I am. You fucking ass. You douche canoe. <laughs> oh my god. I haven't thought of that game in... <laughs> Jeez. He did it two weeks ago! Yeah. You fucking ass! Oh. I was still in high school. Yep. There's a, a group of us that still play. Apparently. And and now you're part of it. Welcome. Again. Yeah. <laughs> I was winning for so long. <laughs> so many years down the drain. Uh, with me tonight is a new to you but old to me uh, voice. It is uh, Mr. Dr. Cookie. How are you? I'm not too bad. It's good to see you again, man. Yeah. Glad you're back. Uh, well, that, that makes one of you. <laughs> or probably. <laughs> uh, anyways, so uh, uh, Mr. Dr. Cookie used to be a co-host of one of my old shows, and uh, I figured since uh, we've been rotating Corey and Ace, uh, we'd bring in somebody new. Yeah. Uh and uh, basically, because of, you know, the pandemic that's going on in the world, we're keeping things small, so we're only doing, like, trusted people, and every so often we'll bring in somebody different. That's why it's so good that I live alone. Right? And you work in a warehouse by yourself. Yeah, pretty much. I'm in the back corner. So, you're you're relatively safe. Oh, very. <laughs> Nobody comes in my area. Uh, we are still using Sam Broadcaster, but it is at the end of my trial, so um, it may be quirky tonight. I'm going to try and make sure that uh, I stay on top of it. it. It's liking to play things without me telling it to play things. So um, we'll have our uh, um, we'll have our battle of battle of bands winner. Um, we'll announce that in a little bit. Um, I will say that it is an unprecedented amount of votes that came in for this band. And Ace has made a prediction that they are going to probably be our first retired band. Um, so the way the way it works is battle of bands. Um, the winner gets the featured artist spot in the show. Okay. Okay. So you get the, that means you get three songs in a block that's all yours right you get six weeks if you win six weeks in a row on that sixth week you get retired from the battle and then we go on to sounds fair yeah um we're also going to do things by season and i'm gonna let you know this now season one of the odd pod will end with the last episode in december and then okay. season two of the odd pod starts january so that means you may hear some of the bands or see some of the bands that have already been in the battle. Again, we're going to give them another shot. Each season, you have a chance to to come back and try again. But you also, uh, I mean, there's no real penalty other than you don't win the featured outer spot. You do go into rotation for our normal music. So 
that always works. Yeah, it's not really. It's it's just giving you that that little block, that special spot. Yeah, you know, to to have everything focused on you. But uh, like I said, Ace has made a prediction that uh, this particular band will be the first one to be retired. So I'm I'm curious to see based on the the first round of, of the the battle that they they were in. He might be right. Who knows? Um, Just have to find out. So, stories from my week. Well, before we get into that, I do want to say uh, we will have a new Tell Me a Story segment tonight. That This is a listener story. Um, and actually, it's a couple of them. So, we may have a little bit longer of a, a Tell Me a Story segment than normal. All right. Um, we also, let's see. We have, um, you know what? At the top of the show, I kind of want to talk about this now before... We get too far in, and it, it feels like we're changing gears. So just give me one second here to scroll down to it. I have a friend, um, a friend of the show. Uh, her name is Liz. She's been on the show before. In fact, it's one of the stories that I'll probably end up telling on TikTok when I finally get around to doing my Tell Me a Stories. Okay. Um, I'm using TikTok as my medium for my Tell Me a Stories. There you go. I mean, work. my stories are pretty interesting. Um, and... Uh, you know, it, it's just another avenue to send people to, to get to my shit. <laughs> I mean, with your stories, I haven't fallen asleep yet. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Liz is actually part of one of the stories that I'll be telling. But anyways, um, her daughter uh, is in desperate need of uh, help with medical costs right now. Um, she has a chronic illness that has yet to be diagnosed. Um all the doctors around here don't know exactly what's going on or what's wrong. Um, she's put in a call to the Mayo Clinic, and they are willing to to see her daughter. They they will be heading to the Mayo Clinic in January, but insurance isn't covering any of it, Oof. and they need about fourteen grand just to just for the Mayo Clinic alone. That that doesn't even cover travel expenses or anything yeah. else. Um, so they have set up a GoFundMe and there is a post, uh, on the odd pod page to get to, um, the GoFundMe, uh, the, the daughter's name is Audrey. And, uh, you know, like I said, insurance doesn't want to cover getting her diagnosed and they won't cover treatment as well. That's the United States basically. Yeah. And the, the shitty thing is, is like Liz's husband, uh, he has a good job. Mm-hmm. And has good insurance. Yeah. And they still won't cover it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, supposedly the, the union rep for where he works uh, was the, the bearer of the bad news. That, yeah, Ooh. the insurance isn't going to cover it. And so they need help. They need help with, you know, covering the costs for the doctors and the trip and supplies and stuff that they're going to need on the way and you know me man uh every time every time i've done a a show i've focused on trying to help those and and, you know that are around me that i know and even those that i don't know that need help so this is one of those things so the it's on the go uh it's on the odd pod page you can find it at facebook.com forward slash the odd pod um it's the gofundme it's uh get a diagnosis for audrey um please if you can donate even just a couple of dollars and share share um share the the post as as far and as wide as you can because even if you can't donate maybe there's somebody in your friends list that can you know we understand everybody's on hard times right now there isn't a single person that is would listen to this show more than likely that is sitting there like yeah i'm on easy street i ain't got a care in the world yeah and uh, if you are listening and, and say that, please think about donating to uh, the GoFundMe here. Apparently they can afford it. Right. And, you know, and it's just, it, it's terrible when things like this happen, especially it's it's her daughter, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a little kid. Yeah. Like, as adults, we kind of accept the fact that the world is just going to fuck us. Yep. You know, at every turn, you know, if we need it, if we don't go out there and claw for it, you know, tooth and nail, it ain't going to happen. And a lot of the adults, I mean, we don't have insurance and we just kind of deal with whatever comes up. Yeah, that's all that we can do. It's not fair for a little kid to be put in that position. And the fact that they have insurance and a decent insurance plan and they're still not willing to cover it, it's kind of like, well, go fuck yourself, you know? Pretty much. I've worked jobs where I've had to deal with insurance companies and it's just terrible. It really is, you know? 
There, there's a few of them out there that are kind of okay, but like the the practices and stuff, like everything that's set up for when you pay into insurance is is just predatory in nature. Is yeah. is, is how it feels. Like uh, there's there's something called the donut hole. Okay, so uh, the donut hole is a part is essentially a gap in your coverage. Okay. So you pay in uh, to it, and you hit you pay your deductible. Okay. After you hit your deductible, your insurance starts picking up the bill for everything. Okay. Up until a certain point. That's when you fall into the donut hole and they stop covering. And then you have to ride out that donut hole and hope that before the end of the year, nothing major comes up because then you get to the other side of it and then they start covering things again. Gotcha. So it's like, here, give us a whole bunch of money. Okay, yeah, well, now now we'll cover it. And now we're just like, nah, you've paid us all this money and you're still paying us money. But eh, we don't really, yeah, I'm sorry, you're in the donut hole. Yeah, learn something new every day. Because when you said donut hole, I'm thinking Tim Hortons. <laughs> Timbits. Um, but no, and it's just stupid. And like, there are some insurance companies that do certain things to, to try to help. But realistically, yeah. it's just, it's terrible. The state of health insurance in America is just friggin' terrible. If you're happy with your insurance plan, I, I'm glad for you. But 90% of the Americans that I know that have insurance are like, I'm paying for nothing. Yep. Much like car insurance. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, if you can, please, by all means, um, you know, donate or share. Either's fine. You know, just try to, to get them the help that they need yeah. because, you know, they like I said, every bit that they can get. It's it's terrible when your kids are sick and you feel you like you're powerless. Anything. Yeah. And I, I know everyone that's listening that happens to be a parent knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. So, like I said, it's on the Odd Pod page. Please go and share it. We'll end up sharing it probably all, all the way up to when they, they have to leave. So, you'll see it frequently. But for right now, it, it's there. Just scroll down. Um, currently, for me, it's just underneath the, the post about our, our winning band. So... Uh, so by all means go donate, share whatever you can. Let's help, uh, our friend Liz get, uh, her daughter, Audrey, the, the help and care that she needs. Yeah, definitely. All right. Stories from my week. <clears throat> so last week after the show, okay. instead of going out and doing DoorDash, like mm-hmm. I normally would, I wound up in the ER. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you were sitting here before the show, and I had to take my antibiotic, and you were like, oh, what's going on? This yeah. is what's going on. So I have terrible skin. Okay. All right. Uh, I I have dry and oily skin at the exact same time. How the hell does that work? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I really don't. Um, I also have very tough skin. Which means I get ingrown hairs a lot. Okay. It's hard for them to break through the surface, yep. so they end up coiling up. And no amount of exfoliating would even help because it just it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. My skin just does not like me. Part of the problem is it's all of my skin. And it mostly gets bad below my waist. Oof. Yeah. So I'll get like ingrown hairs and stuff on the inside of my, my thighs that I have to take care yep. of every so often. I get an ingrown hair on the underside of my uh, <clears throat> dick. Normally, there's a, a treatment plan that I, I go through to, to take care of it, like yeah. every ingrown hair. You you try to clean it the best you can. You disinfect. You, know, you, yeah. you keep an eye on it. I did that this time. I tried to keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. Overnight, I didn't notice it until after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went to get changed to, to go to bed. Yeah. It had swollen. Like, it had gone from a normal pimple ingrown hair mm-hmm. to a large, angry growth on the underside of my dick. Don't tell me they lanced that. No. No, they, they've given me antibiotics and anti-inflammatories to, to bring the swelling down and take care of it. The The ingrown hair basically became infected okay and it just went wild and like i'm not kidding you it it looked like a horror show would they would you have even let them lance it 
I mean, if they would have had to knock my ass out. <laughs> Just flat out. No local, no nothing like that. Knock me the fuck out. Uh, it didn't hurt. That's the weird thing. Like, it did not hurt. Hmm. There was slight discomfort. You know how, like, if you're sitting wrong and you pinch your sack? Yeah. That slight discomfort yeah. that it is, that's what I felt. I was okay. like, all right, well, it's no big deal. What's that on wrong? Right. So, yeah, I, I get into the ER. I, I, I leave. I, first off, I'm terrified. Yeah. Like, anything that's wrong with your dick, you're like, ah, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was taking care of this. <laughs> you thought. Yeah. So, like, I'm terrified, and, like, I'm damn near in tears myself, and I'm like, I don't want to go. And the worst part is is I have to go alone because of the, the way yeah. things are right now. And so I, I'm like, okay, I've worked in a hospital. I'm going to shower before I go. Mm-hmm. Because in my head, I don't know, like, it hadn't been that long since I showered because I had been trying to keep on top right. of it. But I'm like, you know what? I want to give these people the most pristine thing I can possibly give them. Because, again, I've worked in hospitals. I've seen some shit. I've smelled some shit. It's fucking gross. I used to work in a group home. I've seen some shit. shit and you've smelled, smelled some, some shit. shit. And it's fucking gross. I've had shit thrown at me. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get in the shower. I'm going to make sure everything's clean down there, yeah. you know. Because somebody in the near future is going to have to be poking around and handling my dick. And even though they got gloves on, I want it to be clean. <laughs> so I get there. Uh, I, you know, I get out of the shower and I, I, I leave and I, I go up to a, Annapolis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get there and they're like, you know, hi, how's it going? You know, I'm way too fucking chipper. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst one. And like, what brings you in today? And I was like, well, it's, uh, it's a bit of a sensitive matter. And they're like, well, you can tell us. And I'm like, I know I can tell you. I don't want to tell the whole waiting room. Right. And uh, so he's like, okay, come in here and we'll sit down and we'll talk. Doors left wide open. So, it, But I'm at least I can sit close enough where I can talk at a I mean, reasonable. under HIPAA laws, though, that door should have been closed. Yeah, but, I mean, the, the big window was there. So even if they did close the door, I mean, theoretically, yeah. yeah. So, like, at least, you know, I was... I was about this distance. Okay. You know, I had my mask on and, yeah. and whatnot, and I, I was being very quiet. I'd have been like, you got a pen and paper? No. No, I, 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 like I said, I was sitting there, and I was talking to him, and I was being very quiet. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, I've got an ingrown hair on the underside of my dick that has seemed to have gone rogue on me, and uh, I, I need some help. <laughs> and <laughs> he's just sitting there, and he's like, oh, that sounds terrible. It is. It's it's very terrible. I'm terrified. Can you please? And they're like, well, we're a little busy tonight, but we'll get you back as soon as you you can and, or we can. And I'm like, uh, I get it. It's a Friday night. I've worked in a hospital yeah. before. And they're like, oh, you have where? And I'm like, no, this isn't get to know you, motherfucker. Right. This, is, this is, I've got a problem with my dick. Help. <laughs> Anyways. Bad enough. I just had to tell you about it. Right. So they but... take my information and they have me sit in the waiting room. I'm sitting in the waiting room, and then they bring in this guy. They bring in a Friday night special, okay? And for none of you that have ever worked in a hospital, I, I don't know how to, a Friday night special is essentially, uh, if you've ever been in an ER on the weekend, you've seen a Friday night special. This dude was hammered. I mean, yep. hammered. And uh, he was talking about how water is life and he's a life giver and he's been empowered by God and Jesus to be able to help people and just tell them to drink water and everything's going to be all right. And I'm just sitting there like, what? Yeah, dude was dude was gone, gone. And uh, on with the Rios, they were trying to keep an eye on him. He kept trying to go outside to have a cigarette. He was talking to other patients, trying to get them to go outside and have a cigarette with him. At one point, he disappeared. And the guy that took my information came out into the waiting room, was looking for him. I was like, he's in the bathroom. And they're like, what? And I was like, I've seen you keeping an eye on him. I'm keeping an eye on him as well. And he's like, oh, yeah, you worked in a hospital. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's like, what did you do? (laughs) So I explained to him the type of hospital I I worked in and the type of work that I did. And I was like, I'm used to having to keep an eye on those type of patients. So he's in the bathroom. And then a few minutes later, 
uh, he came out and walked outside and the, the security came with the nurse or nurse that checked me in and they're like, they're, and they walk over to me and he was like, do you, do you smell? And he was like, you're cool. You've, you've worked in a hospital. Do you smell marijuana? And I was like, it might be me. (laughs) And they were like, what? I was like, I smoke weed in the evening to go to sleep. I had smoked before I came in. They're like, no, this, this smells strong. And I was, well, it wasn't me. Apparently he was getting high in the bathroom. Oh, lovely. Yeah. They didn't catch him, but he went into the bathroom and then they smelled pot in the lobby. Uh, two and two together yeah. anyways so i i get there like i said i i, I went there after i ended the show yeah uh maybe 30 minutes after so i got there at about eleven thirty, and i sat there until four ish before they took me back and you know they they had come back to triage me and a woman had had come to triage me and i was like she's like so what brings you in today they said you have uh, uh, uh something going on and i was like I'd have been like, go ahead, say it. I want to hear you say it. <laughs> and I was like, I yeah, have an issue with my genitalia. And she's like, oh, what's wrong? So I begin to explain. And she's my like, got a fat ass knot. Yeah. So I go to explain. And she's like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at that for you. We'll, we'll get that taken care of. She's like, don't be embarrassed. I mean, I've seen a lot where she's like, are you sexually active? And I was like, I'm married. And she was like, so I'm going to ask you again. <laughs> <laughs> And I, uh, and she was like, same partner. I was like, yeah, for the last five years. And she's like, and there's no possible. I was like, nah, she doesn't even like me. There's no way she's. <laughs> she doesn't like anyone. Yeah. So, I, and they were like, and do you feel safe at home? I was like, well, I'm married. Some days are okay. <laughs> Some days I just stand in a corner and throw food at her. <laughs> I just dodge the knife jabs, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Don't no, I was like, yeah, I, I feel safe at home. I, I'm not a danger to myself. I don't feel like I'm in danger or anything. The typical stuff that they ask yep. and, and whatnot. And finally, they end up taking me back after putting me back in the waiting room. And I'm, I'm watching the Friday night special again. Um, they take me back and I, I'm sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And they are slammed. They, mm-hmm. Every bay is full. And uh, finally, the doctor comes in. And he brings in this uh, female nurse with him, and I was like, "He's like, so what seems to be the problem?" And I was like, "Well, I don't want to sound mean or like I'm in the dark ages, but do you mind having her leave?" And she's like, "Yeah, no problem. I, I don't mind." I was like, I, after she left i just looked at the doctor i was like i don't even really want to show my dick to you i'm doing it because i have to and he's like no that's fine it, it's totally understandable yeah yeah and and he's like all right let me see what's going on and i'm like you just didn't want her to laugh i i don't want anyone to laugh <laughs> like i'm not ill-equipped but at the same time <laughs> you know it's just something you don't need yeah and uh, so anyways, yeah, I dropped my pants and he poked at it and rolled it around and he was like, well, it doesn't feel like there's any fluid in it. It seems like it's mostly inflammation. I'm going to write you a script for antibiotic and uh, do you got anti-inflammatory at home, ibuprofen, Motrin, anything? Yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, take that. Run the course of the 10 days and, and see what's happening. So I, I am now a week outside of it and it is much better. It isn't completely gone yet, but right. then again, it was a giant fat fucking knot. Like I, I, I had said earlier, it added about two inches of girth. Oof. Yeah, it, it was it was gnarly. Like if it wasn't for the fact of what it was, it probably would have been fun to use for a little while. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I don't know about fun. That's probably going to hurt. Well, you know. Some people like that. <laughs> I don't like when that hurts. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, uh, once again, uh, there's a, another tale in the misadventures of Odd's dick. Uh, it's been... <laughs> he and I, we've been through some shit together. Ah. <laughs> uh. Did you miss I don't me, Cookie? Even want to, I, I don't even want to imagine. Oh, you know the 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 
the two other stories. I got chlamydia off one girl I was dating. I had an allergic reaction to a sex toy. These are stories I've told before. Hmm. If you don't remember them, give it time. They'll make it to TikTok. I'm sure they will. Moving on, uh, another thing. I Like I said, I do DoorDash. I got physically threatened last night. For what? Taco Bell. Okay. So I took an order. Uh, um, the way the system is set up is you can take an order. Yeah. Um, sometimes they'll kick you a second order, and, mm-hmm. or, and you can choose whether or not you take it. Or they'll send you two orders at once. Okay. So like they'll send you it, and you'll see the dollar amount, and you'll see that it's for two orders. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that was the case last night. Mm-hmm. They sent me one batch and it had two orders in it. Okay. They wanted me to, <clears throat> you're familiar with the area, of course. Yeah. So they wanted me to go to the Taco Bell over on Michigan Avenue. Okay. And then the White Castle right across the street. Okay. All right. Get to the Taco Bell, pick up the food, no problem. Do the turnaround, head to the White Castle. White Castle is terrible. It, it, it They're slow. Are you talking about the White Castle that's right on Telegraph on no. Michigan Ave? No. <clears throat> Michigan Avenue here in Wayne. Oh, like Wayne okay, Westland yeah. border. Yeah. Okay. They're terrible. They're slow. I don't understand why it takes so long to s- send out tiny fucking hamburgers. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so I'm sitting there in line waiting. I've I've already you know told them I'm, I'm here for so-and-so. Yep. I'm waiting in the line to, to get it. <clears throat> Taco Bell's in the car. It's still really fucking hot and warm. Yeah. You know, no issues. Yep. I get a call. It's the customer that has the Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Where are you? I'm picking up another order, and then I'll be dropping off your food. Why'd you take another order? I didn't take a second order. There were two orders that came in at the same time. No, you should have seen that I tipped you $10 and you should have brought me my food first. I've done DoorDash before. Damn. And I was like, no, ma'am, that's not really how it works. I, I, I don't get an option in this case. But I, I don't fucking care, you know. And now my food's going to be terrible and cold and inedible and, and this. Yeah. You'll be lucky if I don't slap the shit out of you when you get here. I'm still in line at, at White Castle. Yeah. And I'm... She, I kept trying to explain things to her, and she kept cutting me off. And I was like, ma'am, you need to take that up with DoorDash then. Boop. I then contact DoorDash support. Mm-hmm. I tell them. I was just verbally threatened by the customer. I said I took an order that had two orders in it for two different restaurants. Right. I explained to them what happened. They could see what happened yeah. in the system. They're the ones that sent me the fucking order. Yep. Uh, and they're like, well, let me reach out to the customer. And I was like, no. I'm not delivering this. I'm not taking this to her. I am not going to get physically or verbally threatened mm-hmm. and then be expected to go to that person's house. I don't know what that person has. Right. You know, like, I'm not scared. I'm not a small guy or anything like that, but fuck that. Yeah, I ain't you taking know? that chance. Your lazy ass wanted to sit at home and place an order. Fine. That's great. There's a service for that. But you don't get to be a total fucking bitch to the person that's doing it. Right. Also... I couldn't see what she tipped. There, there was one set price right. that I saw. And the way that the app is set up is it says final total might be higher than what you accept it for. I think it was like $12 Okay, to pick up both orders is what I saw. Okay. Okay. Um, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, that's right. One, the Taco Bell order said I would make eight off of it. Mm-hmm. And then the White Castle order said I'd make four. Okay. $12. Yeah. I can't see what they tip. I don't see what they tip until I've delivered it. Yep. She swore up and down, you know, and I've got the, the I, I screenshotted the texts too. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, she flat out said, you know, um, you should have seen that I, I took, I tipped $10 and made me a priority and brought it straight to me. And the whole time I'm on the phone with support, this woman is texting me that <clears throat> shit that I'm showing Cookie. The, the, I'm sorry. You know, I get that maybe wow. I get that maybe she had to wait for a while for someone to pick it up. As soon as it hit my my app, I took it. Yeah. If, if somebody you're not else, moving, you're losing money. Right. And if somebody else picked it up and then dropped it, that's not on me. That's not my fault. That's not my problem. 
My my thing is, is I picked it up. I went directly to the restaurant. I grabbed it. The way the system was set up, I had to go pick up the, the White Castle before I could even see where I was going to go to drop off the Taco Bell. Okay. There's nothing that I can do. It's out of my control. Yeah. So I'm going back to the thing that I said on the very first episode when we started the Odd Pod. Be fucking nice. I get it. You're all tired of this fucking pandemic, and you're all tired of being fucking inside. But God damn it, be fucking nice. Because there are people out there that are busting their ass trying to do things so you can live life as somewhat normal. You don't need to be a total fucking cunt to them. This is true. And that's what this was. Upside of the story, DoorDash told me to take the Taco Bell back to Taco Bell, and they would send another dasher to pick it up. Taco Bell refused to take it back. Because legally, they can't. Yeah doesn't matter that it's completely sealed up they don't know i could have jimmied it open and resealed it yep i asked them do you want this back and they said no we cannot take it back i was like well what am i supposed to do with it and they were like guess it's yours now so they ended up remaking the order then i don't know oh it was off my screen and i got 40 dollars of free taco bell that worked I went and delivered the White Castle, and that was it. I was done. We took the Taco Bell and went home. <laughs> it works. I'd have done the same thing. Right? It just just be nice. Don't be a douche. And I mean, and next time you could come over to my place. Forty dollars worth of Taco Bell. Hell yeah! Come on. It didn't got la- you. It didn't last long. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> Oh, well, see. Yeah, I didn't eat that. I didn't eat that much of it. So your assumption that, you know, it was me. No. No, I don't like Taco Bell. Bell I live blocks away from Taco Bell. Yeah. I get Taco Bell a lot. Yeah, I love Taco Bell. You know, they did take, or well, they're getting ready to take the Mexican Mexican pizza pizza away. Yeah. My brother shared a petition to save it. Oh, yeah, Save the Mexican yes, pizza. It's trying to do stuff and I don't want it to. And now I gotta add files back to the directory because it's trying to do shit I don't want it to. Well, that's what happens when the thing a free trial is ending. Yeah, they, they shouldn't fuck with it like that though. Like no. I get it. You want it to uh you want me to pay for it. I understand that, but uh, that's not going to happen right now. Right. Especially for what they want. Jeez. Based on what it does, I'm, I'm going to give it to them eventually because I I like the program. It, it makes things simple. I can do it all in one spot. It I also could be Windows because Windows did just update. That is true, too. Windows did just have an update and everything's going fucking sideways on yeah. me. I hate Windows. I don't update my Windows. If I don't, things run bad, too. I got some stuff that absolutely needs Windows to be updated, and some stuff that's just like, yeah, we don't care. I think the last update I did was four months ago. Every time it updates, you lose a whole, we end up losing a whole day trying to fix everything and put it back to the way it should be. Wow. Windows is terrible. Or it could be the Frankenstein. No. Because once we put it back to the way it's supposed to be, it runs fine. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. And if you're ordering DoorDash, please tip well. Please. That, that, I hate seeing the, the no tip. Yeah, no, I, you won't ever catch a no tip That's me. terrible. Like, why would you do that? Like... I know tipping is supposedly optional, but it's really not. Yeah. Any industry that survives on tips, DoorDash, your your restaurant workers, whatnot, they it's not optional. And if you tip a dollar just because you're a block away from the place, smack yourself. Yeah, because you don't know how far that, that person had to come to get the order in the first right. place. I, I'm going to say five. Try to do at least five. Yeah, five dollars minimum. Anything less than five and you're an asshole. Yeah. I don't care how much the order is. Even if your order only came to $3, tip five for the person that's bringing it to you. Yep. 
I mean, I I always order until it's free delivery. We'll see, but then... It's normally only 12 bucks, And yeah. then I've got a little extra money because it's not the delivery fee, and I can add on to the tip. Right. So if you guys get the free delivery, take the delivery fee and add it into your tip. Yeah, don't save the money. <laughs> Spend it. I need that to survive. You know it's burning a hole in their pocket. They're just going to spend it on bubblegum baseball cards. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I've not heard that in years. I have no idea what I'm talking about. All right, let's get into some of the stories that we have here uh, before we have to go to the break. Ah, this one was fun. This one was uh, meant for last week, but it got saved over. Louisiana Catholic priest, 37, is arrested for recording himself having a threesome with two dominatrices on the church altar. That's right. Uh, Reverend Travis Clark, 37, was arrested on September 30th over the alleged sex act at his church. He allegedly had a threesome with dominatrices uh, Mindy Dixon and Melissa Chang. The unholy trio was discovered by passersby who noticed the lights and at St. Peter and Paul Roman Catholic Church were on after hours and called the police. Dixon, 41, and Chang told the officers they were filming role play with Clark. They were arrested on obscenity charges because they were in view of public. After the arrest, Clark, who was ordained in 2013, was suspended from the archdiocese. My man was just trying to get a piece. I mean, if you're going to hell, you might as well do it right. Right? Like, and you know, uh, one of them kind of looks like Marilyn Manson, and the other one looks like Betty Page is her hero, so. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She really does look like Marilyn Manson. I don't. (laughs) I'm, I'm not wrong. Like, I don't know, man. Like, maybe he shouldn't have been doing it in the church. But look at him, too. He just looks like a douche. He could have went into any other room. Well, you know. Or at least made sure they couldn't see them. But, you know, right there on the altar. (laughs) Praise Jesus. Throw up some curtains. (laughs) Say some Hail Marys. I don't know. Maybe the parishioner shouldn't be fucking peeking in the church. Pervert. Right? Uh, Take it to the grave. A Roanoke man wants to be buried in Wrigley's gum casket, and it looks like he'll get his wish. Uh, Sudian economy is known for passing out Wrigley's gum around town. Uh, And this, oh, wow. Uh, John economy speaks fondly of his brother, Sooty economy. Whenever he gets the chance, John is 81. Sooty is 94. Uh, They share brotherly love spanning across the country. Uh, John has been in Roanoke for a few months uh, to be Sudi, by Sudi's side as his health declines. Uh, dude really liked Wrigley's gum, like thousands of packs over the last 40 to 50 years. Tens of thousands of packs, I, I'm sorry. Um, they shared the story on Facebook asking people to write, tweet, and call and text Wrigley's, and before they knew it, hundreds of packs of gum were on their way to Roanoke, and he had good news to share. The company began reversing position when they had originally said no. Uh, I had an email from the president of Wrigley's Mars saying that they are willing to do whatever the family wanted to do. A family has now shifted from painting the casket to draping a cloth with the logo uh, the economies are happy the wish was granted, as unique as it is. So the dude will have a blanket over his coffin. Couldn't they have just wrapped it? For Wrigley's like Juicy wrap? Fruit. Right? You know? Just vinyl wrap it. Get one of the... Uh, make one, one giant ju- gum case. One of those big plastic yeah. ones. And just put them in it. Or, you know, have them cremated and, and put them in one of the smaller ones. <laughs> the little metal one. All right. Travel size. It's a weird world out there, though, man. It is. Um, are you familiar with the Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Yes. So, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, <clears throat> is, the directors are getting a new special, and it's coming to Netflix. It's animated. Uh, animated. Best known for the 1980s cult hit Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the Chiodo Brothers are bringing a new animated special to Netflix set for release in November. It's called Alien Xmas. It will be 40 minutes long, 
<clears throat> and uh, it is based off the 2015 book of the same name by the, uh, the Chiodos, and uh, they have shared some images and whatnot from them. It looks cute. It really does. It's like a, a like the old school claymation almost, but like polished. It looks like the uh, claymation version of uh, the Grinch. Yeah, a little bit. Except with an alien. Uh, it, uh, let's see. On uh, we got you covered. It says, from what we can tell, the film will be more family friendly than the Chiodo's other work. In fact, <clears throat> the siblings have paired up with John Favreau to bring their creation to Netflix. Uh, stop motion animation is always welcome when well done, and the Chiodos have had a long, art, uh, long, ha- have long had the artistic chops in this medium. Meaning, Alien X Mist looks like it'll be a lot of fun. Fun fact: um, If you didn't know, um, the a- the clowns from Killer Clowns from Outer Space yeah. make an appearance in Ernest Scared Stupid. Really? So the gnomes in the or the trolls yeah. in the movie they're repainted clown masks. Are they? Yep, two of them I were didn't at least. Know that. Yeah, two of them are repainted clown masks. I used to watch that every Halloween. There's a thing you didn't know. Yeah. Learn two things today. <laughs> what was the first? The donut hole. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. I'll pause it. Jesus, whiny bitch. Uh, so it's spooky month, and we've been talking about all sorts of spooky things. And this one is uh, one of our local spookies. Uh, the Detroit Police Department Sixth Precinct is abandoned and supposedly haunted there is a company that is doing tours of uh one of michigan's most terrifying places Hmm. um they're also doing tours through eloise again okay um we're actually thinking about trying to get the money together to do a private tour in the spring if we can when they they open to do that yeah and doing it for the show is that the one on michigan ave eloise yeah okay right up there all right I know quite a few people that broke into there. Yeah, well, so do I. Everyone did. But now they're they're actually doing tours through it. That's cool. Uh, you can ghost hunt and, and whatnot. History, the tour is only uh, $49 each. Uh, the tickets for the tour and uh, ghost hunt late nine hours uh, combined with the history of the building is uh, $100 for the Detroit Police Dep- Department. Okay. The, the precinct, See, I, 6th I Precinct. Would, I would rather go to... Louise. I'd honestly probably go to both of them because both are cool. I would rather crazy spirits than vengeful spirits. I mean, what do you? Th- they're the same thing, really. You're going to get the same thing possibly in either place. Yeah, that's true. Because there, there's there's a history with Eloise that isn't necessarily the shiniest. Could you imagine if you ran into a ghost that was just like Ten Second Tom? Boo! What? <laughs> Boo? <laughs> Man hospitalized after injecting semen into his own arm to cure back pain. First question, was it at least his own? Uh, uh, an Irish man was hospitalized with severely infected abscess as a result that resulted from him injecting, yes, his own semen to try and cure back pain. He went to the hospital reporting severe sudden onset back pain. The man said that his pain came from lifting heavy steel object three days prior, but later said that it was much more long-standing. In the ER, the doctors couldn't help but notice his red and swollen arm during a physical exam. At this point, he revealed his unbelievable story that for the past 18 months, he had devised a plan to remedy his long-standing back pain. The man bought a hypodermic needle online and used it to inject his semen into his arm. In, uh, three times into his muscle and his blood. Why? Uh, 
Why would you think that that's even going to remotely come close to any kind of painkiller? I don't know. The doctors performed an x-ray on the affected area and revealed the subcutaneous uh, emphysema that is uh, a condition where the air or gas is trapped under the skin. To treat the condition, he immediately was put on intravenous antimicrobial treatment. After his back pain went away, he discharged himself from the hospital without first draining the, the infected area. Because that was smart. Well, it sounds like he was doing a lot of discharging of himself. Yeah. I I don't I don't understand. Like, there's nothing in here even that that it. I I yeah. There's there's nothing in here that explains his thought process as to why he thought his own spunk would be. Did you ever think about looking it up? No. <laughs> because there's some stuff that even I don't need to know. I don't want to know, don't need to know. Just keep on moving. <clears throat> Man stopped at airport with more than a kilogram of gold up his ass. I bet he was moving. <laughs> <laughs> All I heard is, I like gold! <laughs> <laughs> a man who was observed walking slightly strangely through an airport turned out to have a number of gold bars stashed away up his ass. An Indian man who probably for the best has not been named had just traveled on go air on a go air flight between Dubai and Kerala when he was discovered by staff. The amount of precious metal that was discovered in his ass eventually toted, totaled up to around a kilogram. Uh, you don't have to be an expert pawnbroker to know that he was carrying a lot of gold. You also don't have to be a proctologist to realize that this is a lot of anything to have stuffed up your backside. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it was thought that the man was attempting to get the, the bars into Kanua Airport to avoid paying the 18% tax on the gold. Um, he was spotted by members of the airport staff walking a little strange. Well, I guess you would be too. Uh, he was stopped and checked by security officials. Uh, the bullion bottom smuggler was then taken to a secure area. Uh, when they searched him, they eventually pulled out and weighed the heavy metal, and it, it came to a total of 1,470 grams in compound form. Wow. Like, dude, I, 18, I get not wanting if, to pay the fucking tax on it, but Jesus. If he actually managed to make it. Any drug smuggler in the world would love to use him. Right? It doesn't matter what this d dude does for his taxes. He's going to be in the rears. He's going to be the biggest asshole they ever seen. <laughs> uh, let's see. Detroit woman says she woke to a pastor peeing on her on a plane. A well-known pastor from North Carolina is accused of relieving himself on a sleeping woman in the backseat of a Delta plane as she returned to Detroit from Las Vegas. Uh, the woman had just spent a great time in Vegas and could not wait to get home Monday night. There, They were on the red-eye flight, and pretty much everyone was asleep, including her. Uh, the woman said she was curled up in a backseat next to her sister when suddenly she woke up to the feeling of being urinated on. It felt warm. Like on one side of me, I felt something warm, she said. In her sleepy haze, at, right at eye level, she saw something very unexpected. I jump up and I seen his private area out and I screamed and that woke everybody up. By the time I actually looked at him, I see him shake himself off and I'm like, this man just peed on me. I look, and there was a puddle of pee in the seats. She screamed and got the attention of everyone on the plane, including off-duty officer who rushed over and restrained the man, a well-known pastor from North Carolina. He didn't say anything the whole time he was standing there, she said. Uh, she said after being treated like a bathroom, she sat in those wet clothes for several hours before landing at Detroit Metro and Romulus. The pastor uh, was taken into custody but has not yet been charged. The FBI handles incidents in the air, and they will likely be the one to decide charges. Jesus. You know, other than the fact that he shook himself off, like, I could have passed this off. It was a red eye. If everybody was asleep, you know, you wake up, you're in an unfamiliar environment, mm -hmm. you know, you stumble your way to what you think is the bathroom and you end up peeing on a black woman. I mean, it's happened to everybody, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, in, that's the only thing that he I can had say. had to have been on drugs or something. No, well, that's the only thing I can say in the defense because I've had some really groggy pees in the morning. 
Like, it's happened. I've had someone here who, granted, they were drunk. <laughs> but they, they, they ended up doing the show with me, and they spent the night here. Mm-hmm. And at, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, I hear water running down here. Oh, and no. I'm like, what the fuck? And they were peeing in the corner over there. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? And it was like, I'm going to the bathroom, man. I was like, no, you're not. You're peeing in the fucking corner. What? So, like... Uh, all right, maybe, but that's still really fucking bad. No, uh, only because I know that she is not listening because she is at work. I will tell this story. One of my exes, I will not name names though. That's probably for the best. Got drunk with our neighbor. She came home. It was like two in the morning. Passed out. Finally woke up. And I hear her peeing next to the bed on top of a cosmic brownie. Then she decides to pick up the brownie as I am waking up all the way and starts to open it as I smack it out of her hand. She was so, no pun intended, pissed off because I took her last cosmic brownie. She swears to this day that I ate it. No, she pissed on it. (laughs) it's a strange world man needless to say don't mix wine jaeger jim and jack don't you tell me how to live (laughs) all right uh this will be our last story before we head into the break um this is kind of cool it's a disgusting food museum uh gin brewed with ants poop wine whale testicle beer flavored uh with smoked dung of icelandic cheap uh, this beverage collection sounds like a menu of the world's worst happy hour, but it's actually part of a new exhibit at the aptly named Disgusting Food Museum in uh, Malmo, Sweden. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that city right. It's got the umlauts over the O. Um, the museum is already known for its peculiar culinary displays, such as a maggoty cheese from uh, Sardinia, Ice, I- Icelandic fermented shark flesh, and Peruvian frog smoothies. Uh, For the new three-month-long exhibit, which opened to the public on September 5th, we have found the strangest, most interesting, and challenging alcohol types from around the world. Um, Some of the exhibits are alcohols, showcase uh, different types of homemade alcohols going back thousands of years, while others are experimental made by local brewers. Uh, One highlight is a Scottish beer that is the strongest beer in the world with a staggering 55% alcohol by volume or uh, or ABV. But the high alcohol content isn't the weirdest aspect of the Scottish beer. The intoxicating brew is served inside a taxidermied squirrel. The redneck in me is screaming, fuck yeah! (laughs) There it is. There's the bottle. There's the squirrel bottle. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, basically, what I'm hearing is this is the Sweden version of Fear Factor. Yeah, this is the Sweden version of, hey, y'all, watch this! <laughs> Hold my beer and watch this shit. <laughs> but it's kind of cool, right? You know, it's the weird shit that, oh. they, that you find around the world. Like, I, I think... Sorry, it's not hold my beer in Sweden. Hold my squirrel and watch this shit. <laughs> well, I got my squirrel beer here, and then I got my squirrel dip cup over here. I'm just spitting into its mouth like it's a dirty little whore. <laughs> you should see my wife's squirrel bag. <laughs> she might, She got me the nicest squirrel jock strap you have ever seen. Got Tail hangs own, off the back and everything. Got its own pair of nuts. Because <laughs> she done took mine. Keeps me warm in the winter. <laughs> oh, I bet it does. <laughs> But no, and, and like, there's, uh, I think it's Sweden as well. There's the Penis Museum. Yeah. Which they, they claim to have uh, Rasputin's penis in yeah. a jar, which they very well might. I mean, you never know. Rasputin was a weird story in and of itself. It is Sweden. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I like the weird shit, man. There, there was a, a show on television a few years ago called Oddities. And it was this uh, uh, weird little shop that dealt with, like, the macabre and kind of grotesque stuff. Um, Like, the taxidermied squirrel bottle you could have found in there, I'm sure. Um, They also, like, did uh, 
taxidermy and I forget what the actual term for it is, but like manipulating skeletons to look yep. certain ways. They also dealt with old medical equipment, mm-hmm. like um, quackery, which I absolutely love. I love some of the, the, the crazy ass medical devices that they thought would actually help yeah. way back when. So, but it was a good show. Um, I think it lasted like two or three seasons. Uh, it was showed the, the store, um, uh, in somewhere in New York. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I like weird shit. I always have. That's what makes us us. Yeah. And fun. All right. So, as we head into our break, I'm going to tell you who the winner was. But if you've been following the Odd Pod page on Facebook, you know, forward slash the Odd Pod, um, you already know who the winner is. This week's winner is Liliac. They have won the coveted three song spot. Liliac is a a young band. It's a, a bunch of kids. Um, the dad uh, takes care of the the managing of the band and, and whatnot. They have this kind of gothic Partridge family vibe going on about them. Um, but they're really fucking good. See, I never figured I'd ever hear Partridge family and gothic in the same sentence. Here we are. 2020, <laughs> man. Uh, they got a new album coming out on the 30th. It's called The Queen of Hearts. And uh, you'll be able to pick that up by going to their website. But uh, Paul actually introduced me to this band. Like He was like... When I was in Arizona, when I was living there in Arizona, Paul uh, kept talking about this band. And mm-hmm. he was like, you should check them out. You know how people... Check this out. Yeah, sure. Never do. Yep. Never. Never do. Anyways, I came back and started doing the show and wanted to get involved with independent bands again. And, you know, I remembered he was talking about Liliac. And so I was over there and I was like, bring up Liliac. Let me... Show me. Show me what this is. Because <laughs> I won't do it on my own because I'm a lazy son of a bitch. So anyways, he showed me, and they're really good. He showed me like a couple of the covers that they have done, and Mm -hmm. then um, one of their original songs. Okay. So um, at the time of getting the music, the first song tonight, Crazy Nights, was their current um, single that they had had released. Okay. Um, They just released a new one today. Unfortunately, I don't have it yet, so I can't play it, but it's called Sail Away. Uh, but anyways, their album Queen of Hearts comes out October 30th. So okay. just a, a, a week and a half away. Yeah. Um, I highly suggest everyone go, um, to their Facebook page, find them. At, you can find them Liliac. Uh, there are links on the odd pod page to get to them as well. Um, so if you have any trouble finding it on your own, you can always track back to that. Plus when this show gets posted, because it is part of free Tober. Um, there'll be links in there as well, and uh, you can find them that way. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm really impressed with uh, how they sound, and uh, you'll be able to hear them here in a few minutes. Um, so uh, we are going to let you know there will not be a show next week. We are off. Uh, I'm taking the week off because there is something Friday that I want to do, uh, and unfortunately, it's a time conflict, and it won. <laughs> Um, I, I am a big fan of horror movies. I'm a big fan of like the horror hosts and whatnot. And there was one on shutter. Uh, his name is Joe Bob Briggs. Anyone that is a horror movie fan should know who Joe Bob Briggs is. Uh, if not go look him up, but anyways, he has a show on shutter called, uh, the last drive-in and, uh, they're doing their Halloween special on Friday next week. And I like the show. I want to sit and watch it and, I'm I'm probably not even going out to do DoorDash that night. I think I'm going to wait because I got a feeling that DoorDash is going to be real good come Saturday. Oh yeah, the Halloween. Yep. Fuck yeah. I'm I'm pretty much figuring that they're gonna want they're gonna about three four o'clock is when it's going to start and it's not going to end probably until midnight two o'clock in the morning. Back in the day, whenever you first met me and I was delivering pizza, uh-huh. that was one of my best nights. Yep, and that's why I'm figuring. Everybody orders out because nobody wants to cook. Yep. they just been out with all their kids. Well, there, there's the weird caveat that you know trick-or-treating isn't really happening in a lot of places this the year. The hell with that. So I'm, 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 I'm not sure, but I'm thinking it still might be because people might just be like, fuck it, I, don't, I still don't want to cook. Yeah. I seen a thing on Facebook the other day about 
be careful about your kids' candy because there might be marijuana in it. And I'm just sitting there thinking that every I'm like, year. First off, you know how who, much edibles cost, who, right? <laughs> who is gonna give up their edibles to kids? Yeah, in general, fuck your kids. They ain't gotta pay bills. I won't even give any edibles to my adult nieces and nephews yeah. that want them. Yeah, they ain't gotta pay bills. They ain't getting my edibles. <laughs> <laughs> they pay bills, just not mine. Yeah, well. They still ain't getting them. Right? So, I, I but I think uh, Halloween might still be a good night, so we'll see. Hopefully. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and go to break. You're going to get. Thanks for checking out the Odd Pod. If you want to hear the whole show, consider becoming a patron of our Patreon. Head to patreon.com forward slash the Odd Pod. We're also all over social media like an STI that won't wash off. Head to tapdetroit.com forward slash the Odd Pod to follow us today. We're already following you, and you forgot to buy milk. <laughs>